Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 5, Episode 35. Center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and model co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on approaching, catching, and routine handling of cats. Our topics for this week are how to approach and catch cats, routine handling and handling equipment for cats. The cat's attitude should be observed before attempting to capture it. Most cats can be classified as non-aggressive or fear-aggressive. Most non-aggressive cats are still resentful of restraint and respond best to an unhurried approach and loose, gentle restraint. The handler should move slowly but with confidence and use a calm, assuring voice. Lower his body near the cat with his side toward it. Small bits of food treats can be used if needed to lure the cat closer to the handler. The cat should not be stared at nor leaned over. A friendly approach by a cat is with its tail held up with its back legs slightly extended. Purring may be audible. It will almost touch who they approach with its nose and may rub its face and head on the handler. Rolling over and exposing its belly is not a submission sign in cats. It's an invitation to play, but touching the abdomen may trigger a playful bite. An apparently friendly cat should be allowed to approach the handler's extended index finger, which mimics another cat's nose to smell it. The handler can then quietly and slowly move his hand stroke the cat's head. Cats are not threatened by extended fingers and will not suddenly bite as dogs may do. Stroking a friendly cat's back results in arching of their back to press more firmly against the stroking hand, a signal of invitation for more petting. A slip leash should be applied and then the cat is moved so that it's in front of the handler facing his right side. The handler's left hand reaches over the cat's back and grasps the cat's right front leg. Holding the front leg prevents it from escaping the handler's support or the cat climbing up the handler's chest. The left wrist is then under the cat's juncture of the abdomen and thorax for support of its body. The right hand holds the slip leash and is held near the cat's head to pet it as it is carried and grasps the scruff of the neck if struggling occurs. Lifting the cat should be done without squeezing its chest. The handler's right hand is used to comfort and distract the cat when being carried. Distraction techniques include gently rubbing the cat's head or ears, scratching the ears or throat and chin, gently and rhythmically tapping the cat's head or face, blowing softly on the nose, and stroking or wiggling the cat's foot or leg. 
Abby says she likes the hollow sound when she taps her heads. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to tap that hard, Abby. The body language of an aggressive cat is that of piloerection, hair on the back standing up, arched back, tail down with its tip flicked slowly, and ears erect and pointed forward. If approached, it will flatten its ears back, bat with its paws, and lean away from the threat, vocalizing. Aggressive cats must be handled by two people. The handler has to concentrate only on the restraint. The other person performs the examination, administration of medications, and other procedures that are needed. The surroundings should be prepared for possible escape attempt. All doors, windows, and cabinet doors must be closed. Access to vents, backs of refrigerators, chimneys, or any other escape or hiding area that will impede efforts to recapture the cat if it escapes during the first capture attempt must be blocked. Anything breakable or spillable on the countertop should be removed. If a cat is in defensive posture but does not attempt to strike and retreat, a loop from a slip leash should be dropped over the cat's head to provide a means of gently moving the cat forward toward the handler. The handler can then either stroke and pick the cat up, or if necessary, use additional capture means such as wrapping in a towel or pull in into a transport crate or box or administer chemical restraint. Use of a thick towel to begin stroking and gradually wrapping its body from the neck back may be effective. Thick leather gloves with gauntlets to protect the wrists and forearms are an alternative but a less desirable approach. Fractious cats that will attack when capture is attempted in a cage should be entrapped by a capture pole, cat tongs, nets, or a cat loop on a flexible pole. Cats can wiggle, roll, and spin in a net. Therefore, gloves or towels may be needed to hold the cat down to administer medications or sedatives. Feral cats can be caught in humane traps which are commercially available and transferred to a squeeze cage for chemical restraint to be handled safely. Tractable cats require no equipment for handling, but slip leashes should be used on cats whenever they're outside a cage to aid in positioning the cat to be picked up and to increase security against the attempt to escape. If additional restraint is needed, particularly for cats that have not been declawed, towels or blankets are basic equipment. A slip leash is a rope, cord, or flat woven strap with a metal ring, Honda, or a tied Honda knot used for routine handling of cats. Flat strap slip leashes should not be used due to their inability to maintain an open loop when being placed over the cat's head and neck. A slip leash serves as a sliding collar and a lead rope in one piece. Slip leashes should not be used on cats with breathing problems. If an alternative does not exist, the loop should be placed around the neck with one front leg through it to prevent pressure on the trachea. Cats should never be tied or left unattended with a slip leash because of either escape or strangulation may result. Towels can be useful in the same manner as a cat restraint bag. The first wrap should be around the neck and then the rest of the body is swaddled to restrict movement of the cat's limbs. 
euphemistically called making a kitty burrito. A leg can be withdrawn for venipuncture or the cat held on its back with the head extended for jugular venipuncture. Another method of swaddling cats for restraint is to fold a blanket in half while making sure there's enough remaining to easily wrap the cat. While standing behind the cat, the handler drops a blanket over the entire cat, including its head. Then he quickly entraps the cat, using both his forearms to sweep in and taco shell capture the cat, pressing the blanket edges underneath the cat's legs. Rear escape is blocked by the handler's torso, and forward escape is blocked by the towel over the cat's head. Wrap is then used to immediately swaddle the cat in a burrito-style wrap. Abby says a kitty taco or burrito sounds too spicy for her. Cats prefer elevated positions to rest, but stainless steel exam tables are not well tolerated. The time handling a cat on a table should be kept to a minimum and avoided when possible. Covering the table with a pad or towel will provide traction and insulation, but allowing a struggling cat traction for its feet may be a disadvantage for the handler. Whether or not to cover the table should be determined on an individual basis, depending on the actions of the cat on an uncovered table. Table covers should be cleaned and sanitized after each use. Warming table towels has been recommended, but the added benefits to handling cats by using warm towels has not been objectively assessed. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Most cats resent having their abdomen rubbed. Minimum possible restraint is best. This is particularly true of cats. Slip leashes should be used whenever cats are moved outside their cage or crate. Swaddling cats in towels or blankets can be a useful, moderate restraint for cats. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and for many other fine book supply sources. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about moving cats and placing or removing from cages. Hey, Abby, you know what allurophobia is? No, it's not being afraid of being too beautiful and alluring. It's the fear of cats, and you do not have it.